The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son so that your Son may glorify you, just as you gave him authority over all people, so that your Son may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belong to you, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you, because the words you gave to me I have given to them. And they accepted them and truly understood that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me, because they are yours, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world while I am coming to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Different cultures, as I think you can appreciate, have different ways of saying goodbye, some longer than others. You have the Irish who are famous for not saying anything. They just slip out the door and you wonder when they left. Was it five minutes ago? Was it an hour ago? You have those who give very abrupt goodbyes. And those for whom the goodbyes carry you all the way to the car, they're practically getting in the car with you. Okay, so there's varying ways of saying goodbye. We're hearing two different ways today. St. Paul is giving his famous goodbye to the, to, the, to the elders. He knows that something is coming next. He knows he's at a pivot point in his life, and he tells his audience flat out, you will never see me again. And needless to say, they're all grief-stricken because they know all of the good things that Paul has done. He's their presbyter, he's the wisdom figure, told them about the resurrection, and they're grief-stricken that they will never see him again. Jesus, too, is finishing up this farewell discourse in the Gospel of John before he goes out and begins the Passion. For him, too, obviously, things are about to change. But in each of these, it's a reflection point as well. Jesus is reflecting to the Father, talking about how the people will glorify him and how he is glorifying him by, by all that he has accomplished. Paul looks back on his time with the Christian followers in, in, a, in a reflective way, saying that he's done all he could, and he's done it with integrity. No matter the situation, no matter who was persecuting him or how, he said what he had to say. He proclaimed the gospel with integrity in season or out of season. Jesus in the gospel says, I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. As we go through our faith journey and as we reach various points of reflection to look back on things we've done or not done, 
let it be through the lens of asking, have we accomplished the work that God has given us to do? Let's go forward with, with hearts changed by the Holy Spirit. Let's go forward in light of the resurrection, convicted and convinced that we have a calling and that it is something that is ours to do. St. Francis of Assisi, when he was leaving this world, said, I have done what is mine to do. Now you must do that which is yours. And so let us do the same thing. Let us go forth to do the work that is ours to do.